1: Good morning and welcome to Radio News Hour, Joe and Jason on this, what day is it, is it a hump day? It's Wednesday, happy hump day, yeah, uh, tomorrow the CPI report is coming out, uh, I think it's going to be low, uh, I, I put it this way, today is a day, if you're men like, okay, I'm, I'm kind of waiting here uh, to, to jump in. To, to gold or silver I think today is a really good day obviously we could be wrong it's not like uh, you know I've got inside information uh, but the data that I do see I think this number is gonna be low well lower. Uh, there's going to be again that same pattern of rate hikes are over and and rate cut things I think we're gonna see dollar weakness and I think we're going to probably see higher gold and silver prices. So it, it is a uh, hump day buy day, and we're going to help you do it. Uh, we had silver eagles on sale yesterday. I have them. I still have some rolls left. Now this is limited, limited rolls of U.S. silver eagles, five hundred and ninety dollars uh, on rolls of U.S. Silver Eagles. Uh, We got about a case, you know, about 25 rolls, give or take, uh, remaining on those. On the gold side, $10 liberties. One through nine at $1,110. Tell you what, you buy uh, 10 or more, $1,100. Uh, you buy 50 or more, 1095 on a $10 Liberty at 800 951 allamericangold.com. That is the website. Arlene is back. For all of you, I know we've missed her so much. Arlene had back surgery, uh, and, and, uh, a big one. Uh, so she had been out for the last uh, several months. But she's back. She's She's tough. You know, she's got this back brace on, and and uh, but she's r- roaring to go. Uh, so I know a lot of you have uh, had her in your thoughts and prayers. She appreciates that uh, so much, but uh, she is back. So I know uh, a lot of you want to reconnect with her. Um, and Jason, it, it's kind of an interesting market. Pretty quiet today, uh, the 10-year note. Right around that 4% level. Uh, But we got more data today that things are slowing down. Another warning uh, from Jeff Gunlock saying uh, people aren't ready. Jamie Dimon with a warning as well. But we had uh, company surveys rolling in. People want to know. Hey, are you guys, are these layoffs going to, Uh, start? Are are they going to pick up steam? And the latest data out now says that 38% of all companies say it is likely that they will be laying off in 2024. Uh, Resume Builder uh, was doing the survey. 52% Are likely to implement a hiring freeze. Half say anticipation of recession is a reason for potential layoffs. Listen, none of that matters to businesses. I'll be honest with you. You know what matters? Are there people coming in the door? Do we have sales? Uh, Are sales good? The second sales aren't good. Jason, that's when they got to make tough choices.
2: That's how every business runs. Every business can only operate uh, upon the success or the failures that they're dealing with. And so uh, it, it's really interesting when you run the numbers, Joe, because you know, half the time we, we could see things around us that don't really match what the numbers are saying. And then other times the numbers speak something and it, and it makes uh, perfect sense. And uh, But you're completely right, Joe, when it comes to people – Buying your products. If you're a brick and mortar store, people coming in the door and, and and participating in what your what your business is. When those numbers of people disappear, your business has to make decisions. You can sit there and keep paying employees for standing in the round doing nothing, you know. And I think a lot of that's kind of happening actually in some of these businesses, Joe, because of the of the of the difficulty in 2021 2022 of getting full employment. You know, oh, there was. Tons of jobs available. Nobody was filling them. You know, all, you know, right before the inflation came roaring in. Well, now we're in that situation where businesses are slowing down. And I think some of them are making the mistake Joe, of holding on to employees, not paring down. Uh, probably thinking, well, it'll come back. It's been going up and down since since COVID. It's been. It's just the way it is. Well, this could be an elongated, extremely bad time, especially for small businesses. You've got to. You've got to pare down your businesses. You got to react.
1: It's re, it's re, yeah. 3 in 10 uh, saying that they are reducing or eliminating bonuses. 4 in 10 saying, hey, we're looking to cut costs with AI. Uh, so, uh, again, I think we'll, we'll hear more. And, and I think AI, I think that's probably in certain industries, right? Certain industries, uh, AI may, may uh, allow for uh, people to reduce headcount. Uh, but, but, again, I think a lot of that AI... Uh, Maybe places that don't affect us here, because I'm thinking like call centers, right, you know, uh, AI now on the Internet, right, Uh, you're talking to uh, AI, you're not actually doing it with a human. I think a lot of those jobs, uh, I don't know some of them are here in the U.S., but I think a lot of those jobs probably are outsourced. Uh, But those are, I think the biggest thing was the amount of companies saying we expect layoffs this year and the amount of companies saying, hey, we're done hiring as well. That's the it's the first time uh, since COVID where I've seen over fifty percent of the companies now say, yeah, we're not hiring. Uh, that that a big change. Take the radio news hour. listen. Good opportunities today on Summer $10 Liberties. Get them while you can. $895 million. 809510592 Radio News Hour Joe and Jason on this Wednesday a quick look in at the markets uh, the dow's up 20 the s&p's up 6 the nasdaq's up 40 right the 10 year note sitting right around 4% i think tomorrow's going to be uh, the the big indicator if we see a, a soft inflation number i expect that 10 year note to go back down below four percent but we'll see crude oil's unchanged uh gold's pretty pretty much flat uh, silver's not doing much either i you know everybody kind of waiting for tomorrow we did get some movement uh bad news out of japan uh so the japanese yen uh really sold off pretty hard today uh, kind of took away some of the dollar weakness, uh, but the dollar, the, the euro, the pound sterling uh, rallying into this inflation number, and it's tough, right? Think think about uh, the survey, and all these companies saying, okay, hiring, here's the one thing I took from the, the survey. Hiring is going to go way down. Looks like a lot of these companies are like, okay, okay. Uh, we had trouble getting employees. We, we kind of overstaff. Uh, but now sales are coming off. And the overstaff's got to go. Uh, and we're we're going to see a lot less hiring. Uh, this was something we thought was going to happen last year. It just got pushed back a little bit. I think that's why Jamie Dimon, uh, Jeff Gunlatch, warning uh, about a double top in the S&P. We'll see. I don't know uh there may be a little more room to run here uh for the stock market uh but I'm going to tell you right now diversification is going to be important and especially you know if you don't think the stock market's going to be up 50% in the next 5 years and say so, that I, I don't know I don't I don't think so I think that would be incredible Uh, It's possible, I'll say that, because that would just mean, screw it, inflation's just going nuts, right? It depends on what they do. It it could happen. The more likely scenario is uh, five years from now, we're probably going to be real close to where we are today. That's why we keep talking about why refi. It's not correlated to the stock market. This is an investment that isn't correlated to Wall Street. Right, you get up to ten point two five percent returns. Ten point two fixed, right? Which means it doesn't change. You can turn your income on, you can turn it off, you do whatever you want to do, uh, and, and get some more diversification in your portfolio. Do you put all your money into Y Re5 course? Or do you put all your money into gold? Of course not. Do you put all your money into stocks? No. But check them out. If you got fifty thousand dollars or more, check these guys out. Invest. 888 reficom or just call them at 888-Y-REFI-24. Uh, but inside this number, uh, they, they were talking about Nike. Nike's the lady. Remember, you know what? Nike just got rid of Tiger Woods. No more Tiger Woods in Nike. I mean, that's – man, that, that, that seemed to be kind of like Michael Jordan, right? They, they thought that was going to be uh, an institution – uh, but Nike is cutting costs. They're going to cut back over $2 billion, and they say job cuts are going to be a big part of that. We, we talked about Hasbro, the toy giant, laying off 20% of their workforce. The banks, so earnings season's kicking off. We're going to hear from banks. Expect profits to be down, and to be down probably double-digit plus. Citigroup already warning that they're going to be laying off uh, most of the banks that said bonuses are going to be way down. Now, Jamie Dimon, uh, he's talking about the, the same thing. Spotify, you know, they're another big company that announced a off so We talked about Flex, Flexport Logistics, right? They laid off 30%. Charles Schwab, they're laying off. So things are starting to grow uh, in the on the layoff side of things, but here's something we haven't talked about: store closure. They're t- they're uh, in this latest survey. They're talking about 3,000 retail locations that closed in 2023, but they're saying that Jason over the next five years they expect 50,000. More retail closures. Uh so that's you know, three thousand, you know, you multiply that by five, that's fifteen thousand. So obviously they're saying the amount of retail stores that are going to close. And I think that makes sense, right? The Amazon model, the online model, uh and and we haven't talked too much lately about office vacancies, but now Retail vacancies, office vacancies just hit a new high. So this is going to be interesting when the banks come out with their earnings. How much more in loan losses are they going to be setting aside for the commercial real estate space? And now do we have to worry about the retail space on top of it?
2: Yeah, the commercial real estate we've talked a lot about. The the stress because of the higher interest rates and those r- r- loans rolling over, Joe. So that's just one side of this. You talked about uh, the the lack of sales. You know, people can't come in and do any business there. That's another part of it. And uh, the costs are high. You know, so uh, you got such a bad situation for brick and mortar stores, Joe. And uh, I, I I like I don't like shopping, but I do like going to see the stuff I want to buy once in a while. But uh, the online shopping, I'll have to say this. I do a lot more of that now than I ever have before. I've been drugged slowly into it, like when it comes to anything with technology. And, uh, yes, what was that number, 50,000 in the next five years? Just going to evaporate? That's That's a lot of empty buildings, man. Yeah, that's a lot lot of empty buildings.
1: Yeah, and then Moody's Analytics, 20% of office space across major u.s. metro areas was unleashed in the fourth quarter of 2023 that exceeds the previous all-time high it was actually 19.6 the previous all-time high 19.3 uh, now i don't remember these uh we uh, you know people remember the 86 crash uh that was the last uh the 86 crash That 91 recession, that was the last time uh, that vacancies hit that high of that 19.3. So we've actually taken it out. Even during the financial crisis and even during COVID, uh, there was not this much commercial real estate vacant. Uh, So Jason, theres I think today... We got a lot of uh, what I'll call soft data. A lot of soft data that that says, "Okay, this 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 slowdown uh, is starting to grow, and, and it's going to be very interesting." I, I can't wait to start looking at these bank earnings. I think we're going to learn a lot about how, you know how much our revenues down and how big are these loan loss provisions growing.
2: Yeah, well. I I don't think 2024 is going to be a good year for banking or for a lot of industries, but we'll, uh, we all, you'll get those numbers, Joe, and we'll, we'll, we'll chew on them a little bit, which is I, I don't see how banking numbers can't get worse. I mean, uh, tax revenue has been down for a while now, so uh, the government and banking work hand in hand. Those, those two things usually are doing well together, and they struggle together. You know, one of the things the, in, in, in the 2008 crash, when banking was dying, in front of our eyes, uh, the only profitable area in the entire country during the the oh eight oh nine crash was was Washington D.C. That was the only ge- geographically profitable place. But they were way down. You know, Washington D.C. was way down, but it was the only thing that went up in oh eight oh nine geographically. But it was way down, so I I think we got the same thing as far as that's concerned coming. Joe, banking is uh, banking's going to be uh, you're going to have a lot less choices uh, very very soon, Joe.
1: Yeah, and again, uh, having your money in the bank, it's just not the right place. And and again, uh, do I think you should have some of that with us? I do. Absolutely. Get your gold and silver put away. If you haven't done it yet, what are you waiting for? But there's other options, right? Uh, why refact? Call Joey. Get your money somewhere that's not at a bank. Believe me when I tell you. And, and again... Do we survive this year? I don't know. I got more information. So the next Treasury refunding. So we just finished the year at $34 trillion. What what we didn't know is, well, we knew it here, right? The Treasury's checkbook keeps falling. So what is happening right now, is the Treasury because we spend so much money, they want to keep seven hundred and fifty billion dollars in their checking account. They can't do it. So what happens is they get to the seven fifty, and then ninety days go by and they're like, Oh man, man, we're 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 below six hundred billion and, but we've already you know, think about it, we tacked out almost a trillion dollars of debt. But it was actually a little more than that because the Treasury's checkbook fell. The refunding date, at least the announcement, January 29th, we're going to hear from Janet Yellen. How much money, how much debt they need to sell to get the checkbook back up close to that $750 billion range now. Here's the good news. Janet Yellen knows. Hey, I only need enough money to get me to April fifteenth, right? And then, and then I can uh, get some tax revenue. Now, unfortunately, January 29th, That's usually when people start getting their W twos and all the ones that get refunds. They usually file real soon, right? They, they file early, so we may get. A, a sizable number that the Treasury is going to need to tack on. And that, that's something where, okay, but well, that's just going right to the debt. $100 billion, $150 billion, whatever that number is. The good news will be, she'll probably say, hey, we're not going to need to do another refunding in the immediate future. Now, Wall Street will be all happy about that, right? Because we've done, what is this, the second or third refunding in, like, the last five months. But it's only because she knows April 15th is coming, and that'll buy her some time. Uh, But, Jason, uh, if she comes out and and the refunding's bigger than what people expect, or, heaven forbid, she says, by the way, uh, we're probably going to need to do another one, in June or July, uh, Wall Street will look at that negatively.
2: Yeah, I think you're right on that for sure. Um, I, I, the markets aren't going to do well this year, and also say, with, except for one thing, and is that if that's if the Fed starts to lower interest rates like they're planning on, but based off what you're saying here, just this information, Joe. Uh, yeah. I... <laughs> The markets are not going to react well to that. The markets aren't going to react well to a lot of things in the coming months. But uh, the only thing, Joe, is the one thing, and I actually worry about this, is uh, I, it, the Fed dropping rates and how much are they going to drop it. Because in my mind, the inflation is much worse than they're saying it is. I, I'm looking at it around me. It's much worse. And we're going to, we could see asset prices go up in, a, in a, an extremely unusual yeah. way in which yeah. r- record gold prices, record Bitcoin, record uh, stock market, record uh, all this stuff. Housing could go to records and nobody will be buying it. Yeah, that's that's just counter to everything that we... we hey, record prices means record buying. We could see a point, Joe, or record prices means no buying and if, if people don't understand this is what inflation does. It turns everything backwards.
1: 800 951 0592. Jason and I, we're coming right back. Stay with us. 800 951 0592. Patriot Radio News Hour on this Wednesday. It, it appears, uh, I, I think it's a, a good buying situation because of how they have the numbers kind of rigged. Uh, we're we going to get CPI tomorrow. Uh, And I think everybody's, no one's expecting uh, a surprise to the upside, right? I think tomorrow will be, how low is it, right? And and maybe uh, you'll get a, a, a new lower low. But to Jason's point, they're not really tracking inflation to begin with. Uh, But I think we're going to see dollar weakness, probably see higher gold and silver prices, higher, uh, I think anyway, higher stock prices. Now we will get some earnings season numbers out, uh, so that could affect things as well. But $10 liberties. These are the old ones, 1866 to 1907. One through nine, $1,110. Ten or more, eleven hundred. You want to buy fifty of them? A thousand ninety-five. You know you got gold sitting here around twenty-two thousand thirty-three dollars. Uh, what a great opportunity there! And then rolls of U.S. silver eagles. Uh, we got now about about twenty rolls uh, left here. Take advantage. Save, save the twenty. Save the twenty. Save the thirty bucks. Uh, Five hundred and ninety dollars a roll at eight hundred. Nine five one zero five nine two, and I'm kind of torn because uh, of where to go. Uh, I think you're going to hear a lot of this in 2024, Cali- California. Now, put your state in here, California. Lawmakers are excited, Jason. Yeah, they're they're pretty fired up today because uh, they're facing a huge budget deficit, and we talked about this. Uh, it's at sixty-eight billion now, but here's the problem: they always, you know, every couple of months they, they come. Oh, let's look at it now, and it always grows. Like I told you yesterday, Arizona, we're up to a billion bucks, and they're saying, "Well, that's just until the next number comes out; it's going to be even bigger." California, I think they're going to have a budget deficit approaching a hundred billion dollars before it's all said and done, and their fiscal year ends at the end of June. Well. They're excited because lawmakers at the state assembly's revenue and taxation committee are now dusting off Assembly Bill 259. Yeah, you, know, you wanna. By the way, that was first introduced uh, last year. They want to impose another tax. You know, all this is gonna do is hey, last person out of California turn the lights out. I don't mean this in a bad way. Because who can afford to move? The rich. The rich can move. Most other people, right? This is going to be a problem. But uh, here's the thing. As the rich leave, right? The, they're the ones that pay the most in taxes. Go- they want to impose another 1.5% tax on assets. Now listen to this. Of Californians... With a worldwide net worth of a billion dollars, they want to do that this year. So if you if you're worth more than a billion, all the techies, right, the big tech execs, uh, you know you know what they're gonna do. They're just gonna move. I don't know why they think this is gonna work. It's not like they don't own houses all over the place, right? They'll just fill out a little car. They're gonna uh, they'll have their <laughs> assistant go down to the post office and do a change of address for me, right? I've I moved my house to, to wherever. A 1% tax on those with a net worth of $50 million globally. And Jason, unfortunately, even with that, that will come nowhere close to closing the, the budget deficits and I think this is another like This is, you know, for the last three years, states have been living high on the hog with COVID money, spending lots of money. Uh, states, municipalities, I think we're going to see a big slowdown because you got to remember, now, most states, this is important, run July to June. The federal government runs October to, to September. They don't run the calendar year. So a lot of states... And they're not allowed, you know, Mostly, in the states, hey, we can't have a budget deficit. They're either going to need to borrow a ton of money before the end of the year. But the problem is the budgets for 2024, they're going to have to come way down.
2: Yep. Uh, Government uh, is the number one business in this country. There's 25 or 24 million people officially working for government in this country. So... If they're having trouble paying the bills for whatever reason, you know, except for the federal government, you can't print your own money if you're, if you're California. And so anytime cuts happen, that means anybody that's not directly being paid by the government, you know, the trash company or, or whatnot, they're going to cut back. So when the, any government is, you know, and this is not the way it should be, but any government uh, problems statewide or nationwide, citywide. That's bad for the whole economy. Unfortunately, our military is one of the biggest, our uh, our government is one of the biggest funded businesses here in this country. And when uh, you see what's going on in Washington, right, Joe? These are things that uh, cause a lot of grief for everyone because government, unfortunately, is too ingrained into the economic fabric of this country.
1: How how do you go that far into the hole this quickly? Right? I mean, uh, (laughs) You know, they, budget.
2: The budget. is the budget was too big, and they, like you said, the money stopped coming. You know, that's, that's that. They didn't grow too much. They, had, uh, they stopped getting they, the free and, money.
1: Yeah, right. They were all have We got a $30 billion rainy day fund. Oh, well, we're, we're going to have a $100 billion budget deficit this year. Oh, and by the way, uh, in the next five months, we got to somehow pay for that. On top of, you know, what is the 20? You know, unlike... You know, we, we talk about the, the federal government. Yeah, their new, boy, they got real tough. We're going to cut $16 billion. It's almost laughable, right? Uh, of how, and now, and again, here, I'll be honest with you, there's not a lot that they can do. Medicare, Medicaid, defense, and interest on the debt. Right? That, that's, that's, the majority of the spending, right? There's not, you know, believe it or not, all these entitlement programs and all this other stuff, uh, it doesn't even add up to what we pay in interest on the debt. But, uh, Jason, I, I just don't know how the math will work. I think we're going to, hear, I'm going to use a few things that I think you're going to see this year. The word tax increase is going to be. Spreading like wildfire in your cities, your counties, your states. And eventually at some point will hit the lips of your your representatives up in DC. Take the radio news hour case of time. Twenty plus years. Do you think I can remember? Turn your mic on, right? I mean, you know, it's like uh, Radio One Hundred and One, right? Uh, turn the mic on. You know, it, it, remember when uh, computers first came out and they wouldn't work, and you know, and the you'd call you'd court you'd call tech support, and the first question when they would ask is the power on, right? You know, right? Yeah. You know, kinda, let, let's just start with that. Uh, do you have the, well. the power on?
2: The two-mic thing, is you've only been doing that for less than a year or about a year, so that's yeah. that's forgivable because one mic is working. I just can't hear you, and half the audience isn't hearing you. So, you <laughs> know, it's, the two-mic <laughs> thing is still brand new.
1: But by, by, uh, My YouTube uh, rumble mic, I, I, I almost never turn that off. And if I do turn it off, it's an accident. Uh, and then my, my regular uh, radio mic, I, I'm just used to that. During the break, I'll turn it off because... When we first started going way back, you know, we had no, it was, Jason used to be like literally like the only person in the building uh, at the radio station. And if he was answering a a phone call or or someone was at the door or getting a delivery uh, or just didn't, or just simply forgot to you know on the board to shut off the mics. If I left my mic on, you may you may hear my entire conversation during the break. Like I am yelling at Arlene and Brittany and hey do this and call this and and so I always uh, and just out of habit I, I, I shut it off and lately uh been forgetting to turn it back. I know more information uh, than you ever needed to know. Uh listen it's a good day today. Gold's done really good here. Uh, getting, I've been saying this for the last uh, several weeks, i getting real comfortable now above $2,000. And that's really what, what, you know, that's that's a big number. Right? It, it's a big number. Uh, and, and so that was kind of, you know, from a psychological standpoint, gold needed to get to that point where $2,000 now isn't a big number, right? It, it, it doesn't feel like a big number anymore and i think we're seeing that play out and, and 2024 it, it just lines up it screams uh, dollar weakness for 2024 which usually means higher gold and higher silver prices and i think tomorrow everyone's getting kind of geeked up uh, for this inflation number uh, that we could see you know man could we get a double a double hit here Maybe a, a big jump in jobless claims. You know, hey, can, you, can we get a 20,000 uh, jump in, in jobless claims on top of a low CPI number? We could really get a big pop. So I, I like the chances today. It doesn't matter. I mean, go, now that I've said it, watch. You, you know, God and I have this relationship. Uh, he thinks he's hilarious. Who knows? It it may go down tomorrow, but I like the chances today for people that like to. Hey, I like to buy uh, and and have gold go up the next day Uh, because I always tell everybody because they always say that one of the especially the new buyers is today a good day to buy, right? right, Jason, right? Right? Is is it a good time to buy right now? Should Should I buy right now? And, and I always answer it the same way. Which, you know, God's got a sense of humor. If you don't buy today, I promise you, gold's going up tomorrow, right? If you do buy, it, it's going down tomorrow. But in the grand scheme of things, I like the setup here. Ten-dollar liberties, one through nine at eleven hundred and ten dollars. Ten or more at eleven hundred dollars. Fifty or more at a thousand ninety-five. And then, of course, the rolls of U.S. Silver Eagles, below 600 bucks, $590 at 800 uh, dollars Jeff Gunlatch was out. You know, he's one of the guys I really like. And I think he nailed it. This is what he's expecting in 2024. High volatility. I think that's true. There's a lot to digest here. Right, we've got government shutdowns and continuing resolutions. We now know uh, when the refunding date is uh, for the Treasury market. Uh, March is the end of the banking program, the emergency program. Right now, you know what? It's up to $141 billion, and it's going higher. I promise you this they're going to borrow as much as they can between now and March. Because come March, the the Federal Reserve said, hey, okay, at that point, you can't borrow any more from this program. You still got to, you know, pay it back. But we're going to stop you from borrowing more, which a lot of people, now, if they hold to that, I think we're going to see a big jump. So already, they borrowed more money than the FDIC even has, right, in this facility. Because this is banks that have outflow requests, right? That means either big depositors are still pulling their money, or their depositors as a whole, which is probably another good guess, just has less money in the bank, right? They're working less hours, uh, right? Their 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 income is isn't keeping up with inflation. Their balances just keep. Falling, or, or, hey, you know what? It's just people got to pay bills. People got to pay bills. We don't have the liquid cash right now to do it. And we don't want to sell our debt, our U.S. treasuries, our mortgage-backed securities. We just talked about mortgages. We don't want to sell it because we'll take a huge loss. So the Fed has been allowing them to buy. That comes to an end in market a lot of volatility, but I'll tell you what else he says besides volatility before we leave you today. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. 800 Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason wrapping it up here on this Wednesday. $10 liberties really quick again. Uh, $1,110, 10 or more, $1,100. Fifty or more, a thousand ninety-five. Gold is dead flat here. A thousand, a 2033 dollars. Silver dead flat, uh, twenty-three dollars in eight cents. Uh, the Dow is almost dead flat. It's up thirty again. I think tomorrow is going to be moving day. Uh, and get it done today. Uh, rolls of U.S. Silver Eagles, uh, whatever we have left, at $590 a roll, 800 dollars So the year, not just of volatility, according to Jeff Gunlett, high volatility. He says, starting with declining rates. Now, I just talked about this emergency facility remember when SIV went under this is what they came up with to keep more banks from going under there's hundreds of banks that are insolvent right now they're just in this facility this facility ends in March in other words you can't borrow any more money by the way the people that use the facility first. That money's supposed to be paid back in March. If you borrowed it in April, right, you're only allowed to borrow it for one year. This is why a lot of people, way smarter than me, say the ra- th- this th- this is why the Fed's gonna cut rates. Because they need rates to go down so they can sell their debt to raise money without taking huge losses. And Jeff Gunlatch is one of those. He says, listen, rates are going to decline not because inflation went away. No, no, no. Because the banks need to be able to liquefy their bad assets. And of course, are Treasury bad assets? No. But if you got to sell them at a big loss, then yes. Then a recession? So first, he's saying that the Fed's going to be cutting rates. It's actually going to signify that, that we're going into a recession, kind of like Jason said. Things get weird, right? Inflation ends up, prices are sky high, and no one can buy anything. Now you're talking about well, rate heights, rate cuts. I mean, hey, we're 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 going to you know uh, pump our way out of this. Gunlock says no. Then he expects. The recession response, all in 2024. Uh, And, of course, uh, gold's going to do good on declining rates. During that recession, right, you're going to see a lot of people going. Now, gold may fall there, but you'll see a lot of people going to gold and silver. It's the response side, right, Jason? That's usually when we see the big spikes. When did gold really spike during the financial crisis it was the response from the fed bringing rates to zero quantitative easing right well all of these things i think we're going to see all of these things i think we're going to see rate cuts a recession i think you're going to see the end of quantitative tightening i wouldn't be surprised to actually see more quantitative easing that would be very much a possibility higher gold and silver prices 800 9510592 Take the time, add to your portfolios today.